Welcome, 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 one and all, back to Run the Block. Today, we're going to break down threads. What should you do with it? Do you need to build an audience? Is it necessary? Maybe you have a little FOMO. And ultimately, what are some keys to success? If you do decide that this is what you want to do and how you want to grow an audience, are there any parallels that we can draw from other things that have already been out there? And what are the principles you can use to actually use this system effectively? Again, if, if and or how you want to utilize it. So before we get into it, really appreciate it. We are going to kick off season two very soon. I'm going to be doing a couple more podcasts, which are kind of just one off like this with some tactics, some tips, tricks, as well as some how to's based on things that are going on currently in the social media, email, marketing, adjacent sales and or life principles and philosophies fields. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, it would be amazing if you could share this with a coach or somebody else that needs to hear this message today that could benefit from it whether they are a coach, an entrepreneur, a freelancer, someone that's maybe thinking about making the leap into one of these fields or already has an audience and a practice and just trying to grow it to try to grow it. Uh, that would mean the world to us here at the Live Rich Project. So let's just dive in. Do you need to build an audience on threads? Is it necessary or is it all just a bunch of FOMO? And so to answer this, we're going to go through uh, just some frameworks, right? Some some principles. Uh, we're going to talk about what may be less advantageous ways to think about this and then what could be a better way to possibly think about this so you can make your own decision and know if this is right for your business, um, whether you have a product or service or possibly considering about, um, you know, deploying one in the future. So if you take the leap, are there keys to success or are there already clues to follow? Let's start here. Um, is this going to be a time waster for you? Every time a new social media platform pops up, people jump to it, right? Threads is a very unique unicorn, and that is going to be the fastest growing platform in the history. Now, it is Instagram adjacent. It is part of the meta ecosystem, so it definitely has that working for it, right? But what are you going to do with it? Is this going to be something that you just jump on and you go through 20 motivational posts and you follow the same people you already followed on all the others and you just go through the top 10 creators you always go to like James Clear, Tony Robbins, uh, Huberman Labs? Are you just going to go and follow their stuff? Because I promise you the stuff they're putting on threads, they've already put out several times on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. It's all just repurposed, especially from the bigger guys. So is this just going to be a time waster where you jump on and see 10 more motivational posts or 10 more fat loss tips or 10 ways to make a million dollars by 24 that you've already seen. And instead of taking action, you're just wasting time. Maybe, hopefully not. Is this though possibly a time collapser? So when we talk about collapsing time, that's usually, uh, you know, leveraging. So you're trying to figure out ways you can leverage um, time, money, resources. So a great example is if you already had an audience, uh, take, uh, we'll, we'll stick with Huberman Labs, right? He already has a couple million followers on YouTube and Instagram. And then he popped open threads, which is Instagram adjacent. And so now he's already up there and already got several hundreds of thousands, right? Because everyone's just clicking follow all as they're joining threads. So he collapsed time on his next audience growth, where similar to Twitter and what he's done there, you're able to have these more in-depth conversations. So he instantly just got a huge user base because he's already spent all this time building an audience over the last couple of years on Instagram, which may not use something like Twitter, but now is using threads to really build depth and tell stories and drop, obviously with him, it's very specific to, you know, science, um, health, fitness related, 
But still, you as an entrepreneur, you as a coach could do the same thing um, on threads and, and actually take deep dives to, to build a story and to build, you know, quote unquote, your brand, which is you. So people can understand how you've come to these conclusions versus the common quick swipe or post on Instagram, which I don't know about you guys, but I like to tell stories. And most of the time, people don't read the stuff that I post. I know because I'll put like little um, uh, call to actions within the text. And let them know like, hey, if you've seen this or if you've done X, Y, and Z, let me know below with an emoji, um, even in the PS sometimes. And no, no, not many people really do it. So like I know people actually just look at the, the the picture itself of the post and then just like the post and or, you know, obviously I have, I have a few, we have clients and, you know, friends and family, they will comment below and, and you know, support the post. But other than that, it not really. So Instagram tends to be reels and posts, but now you're able to use this thing adjacent to really build conversations and engagement. And we'll get into that when we come to the um, actual ways you can build an audience yourself on this platform. Lastly, is this a quick fix? So is it a time waster? Is it a time collapse? Or is it a quick fix? Quick fix meaning, again, dopamine hit. Are you just looking to use this so you can follow the same people you've always followed and hear the same things over and over again? Or could you actually look at this a different way and possibly help grow um, your current or future business for your product or service? So let's let's break down the less advantageous ways to think about this. And I really want to say, I think Threads is here to stay. We can look at a couple different reasons and I'm not going to go into like why the timeline works out and why there's going to be probably by the time this is posted over 100 million downloads. Again, bots aside, we know if you have an Instagram account, I don't know, I would have to say 20, 30% of probably Instagram accounts are bots, spam accounts. And if they can click it and get in that thing, the thing that's saving us at the moment is you can't uh, DM on Threads. But point being is, even if it's 100 million, let's, let's say half are actual real people, so 50 million. Like, that's still a huge audience uh, and downloads in three days now, I believe, three and a half days. So I think Threads is here to stay, and it's not just because of that. We've, we've seen other apps come and go that have had huge uh, download numbers, even to be real, I think had like over 10 million at one point, didn't stick around. Uh, what you need to know, uh, how we kind of got here is, right, 2020 happened. Then TikTok exploded, short form content, which was great. It was something new. Viral videos, the, the average creator could go viral. The average entrepreneur could technically go viral. And that was a big a big key to that success. And then Instagram tried to copy, right? Didn't have as much success. But as people started doing that more and more, creator burnout started becoming real. And that was a thing that you really only saw on YouTube because people were making these videos. And after a while, you just like, I'm tired of uploading to YouTube. Right, because you had to create this. Uh, depending on what the style was, some people just talk to the camera. Some people, like a Mr. Beast, right, does this big elaborate production. That's why not many people can be a Mr. Beast. Uh, or you have uh, Casey, I think uh, Knightley is his name, something like that. Uh, where it's all documentary style, so it's like several clips throughout the day, and it's a it's a vlog, right? And that requires heavy editing. If you're not doing it yourself, you're outsourcing. Maybe you can actually stay on track for a little bit longer. But if you're doing it all yourself, you just get burnt out because you're constantly trying to create edit, reshoot stuff, do voiceovers, all just to get this video out for that maybe 10 to 20 minutes that, you know, especially at the beginning, nobody's watching. And that's that hurts, right? You're spending hours, if not days, doing all this stuff for, for very little um, engagement. And so when TikTok exploded and then it started becoming harder and harder, which it is right now on TikTok and Reels to grow or to even get people to see your stuff because you're competing with a lot of like the meme and the entertainment things to hook people to keep them on uh, as a coach creator 
entrepreneur, you just, you're starting to be like, man, I'm spending, you know, an hour to record. I've got to go then and edit this thing all to get up a 70 second video. That's not really being shown. I've even looked at bigger accounts. I do this all the time. Take a Ryan Pineda, for instance, he's big in the real estate game. If you go to his Instagram, um, a couple months ago, he was getting like 40, 50,000. I think he's got about half a million followers. So 40, 50,000 views. Typically reels are shown to a colder audience, but he was getting 40, 50,000 views. Now, if you look at it, it's anywhere between two to 10. Like, and that is crazy considering you have 500,000 followers. One, is it bots? I don't know. That's kind of crazy when, when you look at that data and you're like, man, if I'm just a solopreneur and I'm spending all this time creating this highly edited video so it goes quote unquote viral or so a thousand people see it and now I'm down to 200 and it's just the same people that always see it, that's, that's rough. And so that was one of the first keys that I saw people using threads. That was one of the first keys I saw of creators that came over was, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of creating videos. I'm so glad I can engage my audience in a different way. I think that's key. Two, talking about the creators and influencers, you're seeing the celebrity mass migration, right? So we started talking about TikTok 2020. Then you have last year, the Twitter escapades that happened, right? The Elon Musk takeover politics aside, people started, you had a sub subgroup that left. So, you know, celebrities that left. And you also had more people that came back because they're like, oh, all right, man, no censorship, blah, 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 right? More people were allowed back on the platform. So you had these this migration of people leaving and the people coming in. And then I was part of the people coming back to Twitter. Uh, and then as soon as I get on there, it's the same old crap, man. It's it's all the spam. It's all of the just beefs, the crypto Twitter, all, like all these different like subgroups that didn't really make Twitter like fun for me. Like it was just people arguing about the dumbest stuff and trolls, trolls are real. And you just got to know that's part of the game and that's fine. Like, I don't care about that, but like the over and over posting of how to make, how I made, uh, you know, a million by 24 following these 10 steps, that stuff mixed with motivation, mixed with crypto. Just so I was like, I don't, I don't want to be here. Like the, the recommended stuff, the stuff that's going viral just doesn't, doesn't resonate well. And so algorithms and all that, all that stuff aside, you have that going on. And so then TikTok influence, Twitter influence to then come back to Threads. Threads was actually Instagram's DM platform that they disbanded uh, last year. So if you didn't know that, um, it was, I think November, December of last year, Threads was the DM, kind of like Messenger is for Facebook. That was that for Thread or for Instagram. It was called Threads. And so then they disbanded it at the end of last year and now they brought it back, which is the Twitter knockoff. Totally fine. The big difference being is that you can switch back and forth between the platforms. And this is again, going back to the meta ecosystem, I think is amazing because you can literally just tap on things like top right corner and go back between threads and Instagram, threads, Instagram, right? So you could still probably use call to actions and we can get into all that in a second, but keep in mind like why this is all happening. You have the creators now coming over and celebrities now, excuse me, now coming over and, you know, giving like a, a high or an emoji um, you know, putting up a funny meme that they're joining, which is great. Again, we're only 72 hours into this, but then they're instantly getting 100,000, a million followers because they had these big audiences already on Instagram and everyone just, from for the most part, clicked, you know, follow whoever joins that you already were following. And so also these celebrities and other people are getting these giant um, influence uh, influencer type deals where you just get this mass audience that you've already had on Instagram, but for whatever reason you weren't able to get that reach on Instagram because of all the advertisements and stuff. Right now you are on threads. Now, will that change? Absolutely. We've just seen it over and over again. Every time a social media platform is dropped, very easy. I don't want to say easy. It's 
simple to grow at the beginning and then gets really hard, especially as advertisements hit and as people really start to fine tune the algorithms. At the beginning, it's chaos. It, who knows? Anything could go and pop off. So celebrities are coming over. They're getting these giant audiences, which is just boosting their dopamine. You as the person are seeing all these new people come in and it just seems fun. It seems like like Twitter back in 2012, 2013, if you weren't around for that, that's kind of what it was. It was just you and a bunch of your friends just like talking and BSing, having a great time. It's kind of hard to do that on Instagram, right? If you try to do that in stories, well, most people tune out after like three, five, six stories, seven-ish. Uh, if you put up 10 per day, which is we suggest anywhere between five to 10, depending on your call to actions and how quick and snappy they are, that's all you really got. Like you can't really build an engaging conversation. Your best bet is to try to get them to the DM to have a conversation about who they are and what they need. And other than that, you have like a post or a reel or a swipe, right? And again, you're kind of limited because of people's attention span. It's not because their attention span is decreasing. It's because their attention is being um, attacked by all these other different things. So if you're not like quick to the point, choppy, whether it's your reel, your swipe, your post, uh, people are going to go on down the line. So you have the creators and the influencers and the other big wigs coming in. So let's bring this back real quick, uh, aside from my <laughs> rant about how we got here. And keys as to why I think Instagram or threads is going to stick around. Um, let's talk about the less advantageous way, advantageous ways to kind of think about this. And I think one, that this thing will launch your career and create a massive audience. Two, uh, this is going to be a way to finally get that, you know, top tier Tony Robbins or Human Labs to to show your stuff and explode your your growth and trajectory of your career. Three, like going all in on this new thing, right? So, the things that will launch your career. And create a massive audience. Could it? Sure. Will it take time? Absolutely. We know that um, delayed gratification is one of the biggest indicators of happiness. So like most other things, if you already don't have a giant audience and spent time to accumulate that through goodwill, through sharing great content, then it's going to take time to do again. Right? Delayed gratification. Even if you got a million followers tomorrow and it was just random people, would it be the right audience? Maybe, maybe not. And if it's not the right audience, even if you have a million followers, but you're not saying the things they want to hear. Your engagement rate sucks. Your engagement rate sucks. You're not getting shown to more and more people. So keep those things in mind. Uh, this is a way to finally get others to share your awesome stuff. Mm, I don't know. Can you, is it more likely that you'll get a quote unquote retweet, which is now a rethread, uh, someone sharing your stuff um, than you would on a story or a post? Sure. I think that's highly plausible, especially if you are like sharing good tips, tricks, content. Um, what you shouldn't be doing is trying to bend the knee though. And that's just sucking up to the people above you and hoping that they'll like your stuff and follow you. And you're, oh my gosh, thank you so much, James Clear, for following me. Tony Robbins liked my stuff. Or Cardi B is now following me. Who cares? That means nothing. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, Cardi B re-threads one of my stuff and maybe it gets me 500 followers. Cool. I don't know what I'm going to do with Cardi B's audience. <laughs> I don't rap and I'm not a female. So well, what's that going to do for me, right? So... Don't try to bend the knee just to to get that. You definitely, when we go through the keys to success uh, just a second, uh, you're definitely going to try to borrow their audience, but it's not going to be because you want their acknowledgement. Uh, shout out to Human Lab, though. Uh, I did uh, comment on one of his things and he did like it, right? And so that is kind of cool, right? Still, I'll never remember you or me, but still, it's kind of cool. Um, lastly, going all in on the new thing, uh, you, like any other platform, shouldn't just abandon everything you're doing and go completely to it. I probably like several others that were like trying to go back onto Twitter because they like to write. I like to think. I like to put my thoughts out there. Uh, this is now a different way to do that with threats, right? Uh, Twitter, very competitive in, in trying to grow and all those things. 
this is now Instagram adjacent. My main audience is already on Instagram. We deal with coaches, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and that's all on Instagram for me. And so now this is a way I can build depth and tell stories and, and bring them to how I think. And if they want to know more about that, they can now ask and I can do key things to, to help get that across in my message through threads. Whereas before, I would have to take the chance that maybe they also have a Twitter account. But now I know if they're coming to the threads, they have an Instagram account. So I know that they're then going to be able to see this. Let's let's flip the, the switch now and go to the more advantageous ways I think that that we should be really viewing this through and the lens we should be viewing this through to see like, is thread something that you should you know take time out to add to your plate um, or away from something else? Everything's an opportunity cost, right? Opportunity cost just means that if you're now going to put X time into threads, something else has to go, right? Now that could be just wasted time that you're on Netflix. Great, if you spend an hour every night on Netflix, put that hour into threads, right? If your day's already super packed and you have no idea where you're going to fit this in and you can't wake up an hour earlier, well, then something else has to go. So wh wh where are we at and, and how can this come into play? So first and foremost, I think you should communicate and build your current audience into raving fans. Number two, we're going to talk about exploring uh, other creators in your niche and start combos with them. And then we're going to talk about the basic principles of growing. Okay, so first, communicate and build current uh, your current audience into raving fans. This is already what we kind of talked about. This is where you can start to really expand on your your ideas. It doesn't matter if you're in the health, nutrition, um, fitness, uh, entrepreneur space, business, product, service. It doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum, uh, whether you sell coffee mugs, uh, t-shirts, hats, anything along those lines. This is still where you get to tell your story and where you can really build, build depth, meaning even if it's t-shirts, you can talk about like where your t-shirts are sourced and, and why they're better and, and what's your commitment to blank, right? A lot of people want to talk about like carbon emissions and eco-friendly stuff, right? Um, you could talk about those types of things. If you have mugs, maybe they're handcrafted from Italy, like cool, talk about that. Talk about where they, the shop that they come from. Like you can really build depth and, and make your brand appear more than just a mug or just uh, you know a plastic cartoon character as I'm staring here looking at the, the, the Joker. Uh, or even like um, tank tops, watches, right? If you're a tattoo artist, right? Why did you become a tattoo artist? What does it really mean to you? What are you best at? What do you love doing? Hey, here's a story of someone I did last week who came in, wanted this. We talked about this over a few times. They were nervous. And then, right, you're really starting to build that story. Um, and that helps draw people in, right? And the, the more you're captivating and captivating of an audience, the more likely they're going to stick around. If they stick around and they enjoy your stuff, they're going to become a raving fan. And what do raving fans do? They like your stuff, they share your stuff, and possibly eventually buy your stuff. So communicate and build your current audience into raving fans. Build the depth, um, sharing from top, middle, to bottom of funnel type stories, content, um, that, whereas, you know, reels is more top of funnel. Possibly with your stories could be that behind the scenes, but usually short, snappy, so people will actually go through. Um, unless you have a podcast or something like this that, you know, you're spotlighting, uh, like we are doing here, uh, to explore other creators in your niche and start combos with them. Um, caveat again, it's not technically you're starting a conversation with them or trying to get them to reply. You could, uh, you're trying to get noticed on possibly their thread, right? So somebody says something about, um, th this somebody, uh, said this the other day, uh, and I replied back, they said, um, 
you're bored because X, Y, and Z, right? And so they're going into like philosophy and principles and things of why people are bored. Essentially like, you know, get, get your shit together and you need to do X, Y, and Z. So my comment was funny. I use humor. I use sarcasm. Uh, you know, it's just me. Sorry. Sorry. Hashtag. Sorry. Not sorry. My comment back was, no, I'm not bored because of that. I'm actually bored because I'm waiting on my burrito to finish uh, microwaving and I got tea boiling. Uh, or I got water in my pot boiling, waiting on my tea. Right. Just something stupid. Uh, but it started getting likes. And this is a, a bigger person. Um, so I use humor and stuff like that, right? Um, just because when you go through and look at a post like that, I try to stand out. And so everyone's commenting back about their life philosophies and why this is great and, oh, you're so right. And so what stands out? The complete opposite, right? Humor, something sarcastic, uh, witty. I still at the end of it ended with respect, love what you do, right? That way people didn't start trolling me and like, oh, you suck. Uh, why are you coming on, right? I still ended it with something like that, but I started getting likes. And what do likes do? You're like, who's this guy? So they click the profile and they see, what, what have I been saying lately? Who do I work with or what do, I, what do I stand for, right? So they look at your bio and they start looking at other things. So that goes into a tactic that we'll, we'll explore here in a second, but we're actually trying to borrow their audience, not just the creator or influencer or celebrity themselves. So that's super key. Um, three, let's just go ahead and break down the principles. So we talk about four tens and 20 a lot at the Leverage Project, which is the simple system um, to do three to four times per day for 20 minutes to grow your audience. This works regardless of the platform, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, doesn't matter, works on all. You can break it up and I, now I will say platform specific, there are different tactics. So here we're gonna specifically talk about Insta or, uh, threads. Uh, the easy way to do that, no matter the platform, it's always gonna be based around engagement. That's your engagement, that's people that are engaging with you. And so threads is kind of unique, right? Because it's not necessarily a post you have to put up or a reel or anything like that, but it's going to be comments and replies and likes and retweets, right? And so that doesn't necessarily just mean your stuff. That means the stuff that you're engaging with and then the stuff that you've engaged with now that people are engaging with, right? If I go and I put up a thread or a tweet, whatever you want to call it this moment, great. And people interact with that and I can interact with them. Now, if I go to a Huberman Labs and put up a tweet or a thread and then uh, someone interacts with that that I've said on his thing. Now there's also a second round of engagement, right? So the the keys are simple, and the two tens here are going to be step one: engage with ten large accounts. Who this should be niche specific? Ten large accounts, and you're going to say, I don't know ten accounts. Go, you need to research, right? Ten large accounts, meaning, you know, at Threads at the moment, maybe it's going to be difficult because you may see on other platforms they have like millions of followers, and on Threads they don't yet. But let's say you're probably safe. Uh, you know, 100,000 plus is what we're kind of looking for here. So 100,000 plus, uh, or again, if you're hyper-specific into like a, a niche, then maybe like 10,000 plus. Someone that you see is getting a lot of comments and replies on their stuff though. That that should be like the key metric, right? Regardless, if they have 10,000 and they get 100 comments, great. Versus if they have a million and get 10 comments, well, probably not that great, right? So that's what we're kind of looking for is like high engagement activities. And And the key there is you're going to leave five comments on their stuff. So if I go to James Clear, I go to a Tony Robbins, I'm going to go find five five of their threads and I'm going to comment on them, right? And that's step one. Then step two from there, I'm going to go find five comments already that have been on maybe the same thread or a different thread. And I'm going to reply back to those people's comments, all right? So big tier one, find 10 accounts. First account's going to be Tony Robbins for me. I'm going to go find just five of his random threads and I'm just going to comment, comment something, right? Something engaging, something funny. Just going to go comment myself onto that. And then I'm going to go find 
five other comments of other people's from that thread and then reply back. Can be same thread, can be different threads, right? This is just a simple system to start engaging lots of accounts. Pillar number two is the same. You're just going to find 10 smaller accounts, right? Uh, so maybe sub 10,000, right? Maybe somewhere in between the like, you know, five to 50 comments is kind of where they are. Someone that you think, uh, someone's account that you think you'll be able to like, kind of like stand out and like uh, that's really specific to your niche, right? So if we attract a lot of coaches, um, you know, coaches that have wild missions uh, and unmatched passion. So I go and look for coaches usually around like 10 to 10 or two to 10,000 in the follower range. And then I'll look for some of their uh, threads and then I'll, I'll like them. I'll go find a few, um, depending on how many they've done. If they've only done five and you like all five, could be a little creepy. Uh, I'll, I'll go figure out, you know, uh, what's their last like maybe uh, three to five. Um, and then I'll like those. And then if it's appropriate, I'll comment back on those. And that tends to work, right? Because people are then like, who's this guy? So then again, they go back to, they click on my stuff, they look at my bio, they look at my last threads, and I try to use a mix of humor, and then I see that they liked it, so now we're, we're in the game, right? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to acquire followers, and then have things that we have up, that way they can see, like, and engage back. Pillar number three, again, this is following the four tens in 20 method, meaning we have four different pillars to do in 20 minutes. So step one was 10 large accounts, step two was 10 smaller accounts, step three, 10 accounts that you follow, meaning your actual followers, you're going to go and make five comments, or excuse me, 10 comments on those 10 accounts, right? So I'm going to go through my followers and see who are the 10 people uh, that have actually made threads recently, and I'm going to go make a comment on each. Now, can you do one, two, or three? Yes. Once you get really good, you can do three to five per account, and run through 50 comments very fast. Like this isn't meant to take all day. That's why it's called four tens of 20. Uh, again, I know you're, you're getting a lot here from 10 big accounts to 10 small accounts to then 10, 10 accounts you follow. Once you get good at this, it's, it's very easy to do. Um, 20, 30 minutes, depends on how like how many comments you're actually leaving. Excuse me, guys. Chipotle. You know me had Chipotle and uh, that salsa. salsa. Salsa's got me. Uh, step four. You're then going, pillar four, is then you're going back to your own thread. So now replying back to comments that people have left for you, right? So you've been threading uh, three to five per day for the last five days, and now comments have stacked up. And so you're going back and hopefully within, you know, six to 12 hours, you're replying back, maybe next day, depending on how many comments and stuff that you have, uh, but engaging back. And here's a, a key. Here's a huge, huge key is that you make a thread, somebody comments, and then you just say, oh, thanks, or ha, so true, right? And you never follow up with a question to make them want to reply back again, right? There's tons of different questions you can ask. You can ask curiosity-based, you can ask rating systems-based, uh, you can do connection questions, you can do question questions. Um, there's just so many ways to just, hey, well, was one takeaway, or curious, what did you think about this, or one to 10, how are you liking threads so far? Right? There's tons of different ways to do that, and you just want to keep a conversation flowing. It's not like you're trying to uh, have 20 exchanges, but if they comment once and there's there's room for, for a question, then ask a question to have them comment again, and then it's more likely they'll see your stuff again. So uh, pillar five, um, tying all this up, uh, engaging then with the comments and or replies from the other accounts. So you went to 10 large accounts, 10 small accounts. 
uh, people may have liked or replied to your comments. They may have then uh, replied to your reply, right? If you reply to somebody else's comment and they reply back, right? So then you're going back and trying to do um, all the all the follow-up work from there. And again, this can be broken up in different ways. You can do, you know, 20 minutes of just act active outreach and then 20 minutes of uh, active inbound. There's de there's tons of different ways to actually go through this, but engagement's always going to be the metric that they're going to follow to actually say if they should show your stuff to other things. So if you have a lot of engagement from big accounts to small accounts to your own accounts, all going on, it's more likely your stuff's going to be shown to a lot of people, especially again at the early stages. Now, how does this actually tie all together? Uh, and is there a case study we can use? Absolutely. Twitter is the case study and we know what worked on Twitter. Uh, you know, several tweets throughout the day, uh, even if you're just starting out, three, five, seven, ten. Uh, the bigger accounts right, have tons. Uh, three to five is plenty and they all use schedulers and that's why they'll do a podcast and then someone goes through and swipes, you know, a hundred different, you know, quotable things from their podcast and then, you know, puts it in their tweets. Similar idea here. You're, if you're able to do three to five quote unquote threads, so, you know, quotes, whatever you need to do, uh, tips, tricks, any of those things, engagement questions, great. And then twice a week, do a thread, right? Which on Twitter, it was called, you know, a tweet thread. Here it's a threading thread, not sure, which just means uh, a story. So you're, you're building depth about something, right? For me, it may be 20 most influential marketers of the last century that you haven't heard of, right? Or uh, how propaganda isn't a word we use anymore, but still the number one uh, thing that, that makes us make decisions, right? And then I'm like doing, hey, um, a case study, right? So there's, to there's tons of different ways you can actually build depth uh, from... Again, we have a lot of coaches, so we could go down the, uh, you know, why do we, why is sugar bad rabbit hole, right? Uh, is keto the best diet, right? And it just could be, you know, four, five, six, seven, ten um, threads stacked on top of each other, and then actually tell a story and build build depth. Whereas you're not really able to do that again to that degree in Instagram at the moment, or at least nobody's probably watching. So um, I talked about case studies there quickly. Case studies testimonials still a good way to to tie that in as well, right? We don't know the rules of threads yet. Like Instagram seems to be okay with before and afters, whereas Facebook isn't. So if you're a coach that deals with nutrition or fitness, um, you know, maybe you could do a case study that way. If you're in the coffee mug route or, you know, an author or something along those lines, great. You could probably still do a case study of somebody, uh, you know, bringing somebody in with a hook and then, you know, really telling the story about how your book or your coffee mug or your t-shirt, you know, really changed the way that they do blank, right? The confidence that they feel now, uh, the attitude they have towards blank really easy to do that with with threads and build that engagement so three to five you know threads per day two big threads per week uh, i'm not sure about posting who knows about memes who knows about reels and repurposing your instagram i can see most people are along the lines of me and they just don't want to see your your instagram stuff reposted i've, I've seen that so many times i like quit posting your instagram reels um it also looks different in the app right like text is full screen and then the real and or picture is kind of like offset to the side. And I think they're doing that on purpose, but until the algorithm is what it is, until we all can figure it out, it is controlled chaos for the moment. I really think that this is a unique opportunity, especially right now to build depth to your audience if they're on Instagram. If they're not, it may just be a, you know something for you to do for fun, um, unless you really like to write and to you know think... Um, processes, principles, and, and stuff through. 
um, or just again, use it as a tool to like connect with friends, which is totally fine as well. So, so guys, uh, I hope this helps. Uh, let me know on threads, uh, when I put this up, if this was helpful, yay or nay. And if you want more breakdowns like this or more thoughts, just let me know what I can cover for you until next time.